When we were at Dressage at Devon this past September, I realized that I have a new life dream. It's to be Canadian. <laughs> I'm only kind of kidding because U.S. Dressage has a lot to be proud of. But talking to some of the top-tier Canadian riders at Devon was, for me, one of the highlights of the weekend. I'm Lindsay Paulson, and I'm one of the hosts of the Dressage Today podcast. Today, we're talking to one of the leading riders in Canadian dressage, Lindsay Kellock. Fresh off her team gold medal finish at the Pan American Games, she joined us for a chat during her time at Devon. She was kind enough to take some time out of her very busy and also very successful weekend at Devon to tell us about her experience. It just so happened that we were talking to the woman of the weekend because in addition to her Pan Am team gold medal, she also won the Grand Prix and Grand Prix Freestyle at Devon, which was an FEI Dressage World Cup qualifier. Stay tuned for thoughts from Lindsay on her Pan Am experience, her most emotional memories, her fascinating family tree of athletes, and what's next for her. We're talking boss lady mares, personal bests, and tips to get to the front of the line at the airport. Although, spoiler alert, a gold medal helps. Stay tuned. Hey there, I'm Jennifer Malachi. And I'm Lindsay Paulson. We're the hosts of the Dressage Today podcast, where you can find us talking about anything and everything dressage related. Our conversations span the world of dressage, from leading riders to local level dressage heroes. We're talking training advice, horse care tips, and stories to inspire your own dressage journey. Tune in, then tack up. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, why don't we kind of kick off by talking about just your background? Um, I know you come from a pretty horsey family. Um, it sounds like your sister and your cousin's event at the upper levels, and Ashley Holzer is your godmother correct? Um, and your brother is like an international alpine skier and your family's involved in, in so many different ways. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So, um, I guess I got into the sport because my mother is a dressage rider and, um, her best friend is Ashley Holzer. So that's how Ashley came to be my godmother. Um, and so basically since I was born, I've been in a barn, in a dressage barn, um, and yeah, my sister is an inventor, um, and my brother did compete internationally for ski racing. Um, so I'm definitely from a competitive family, I guess you could say. Um, and my mother, she really like was the one that pushed me to do the riding. I wouldn't say that I had any pressure to do dressage, but they let me decide what I wanted to do. You know, I did many different sports. I was also ski racing. I actually did a little bit of ballet at a young age, which is shocking, but um, so I kind of got to choose my path a little bit. Um, and I did a lot of jumping up until I was 14. And then my horse uh, unfortunately passed away and my mom ended up buying a dressage horse for the two of us to share. So that's how I really got into dressage. And we, it's a funny story because I moved on to train with Jackie Brooks and my mom was also training with Jackie at the time is a very, very close friend of ours. 
um, and we had to share this horse. So I would, my mom would go up in the morning and have a lesson with Jackie, and then I would finish school and get a drive to Newmarket, Ontario, which is where Jackie's barn was located, and I would ride the horse in the afternoon, so we would share the horse together, which was kind of cool. Sounds like your horse was probably very fit. <laughs> yeah, very fit. <laughs> So I know you you said that you didn't necessarily feel pressure to do dressage exactly, but just being in a high performance family, do you have you felt pressure to to compete at this elite level, or would you say that it's it's probably just something that's more innate? Yeah, I don't. I think I didn't feel pressure, but I knew watching Ashley growing up and watching Jackie, who was also a big part of my life. Um, I just watched them compete and I went to the shows and I was just hungry for it. As soon as I saw the sport at that level, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. Speaking of high performance, congratulations on your recent team gold medal. Um, what was it like to represent your country on that kind of international stage? Surreal. I mean, a dream come true. It was an incredible feeling. Um, just representing Canada at such a high level, um, being a part of the Canadian team as far as be even going to opening ceremonies, um, just walking into that stadium for the first time to compete in my first test in the pre-St. George. I just remember walking in and this feeling came over me like, wow, I'm at the Pan American Games. This is amazing. You know, and obviously I wanted to go in and have the very best ride I could. But just that moment and that feeling alone of walking into the stadium and having my teammates there supporting me and my friends and my family was just uh, an incredible experience. I don't think anyone will ever take that away from me, which I think is awesome. <laughs> Did you ever feel like you had moments where you were like overwhelmed with emotion? Yeah, I would say after my first test, I was definitely in tears because we had a personal best. And when I saw the score come up on the board, the feeling was just, you know, that in, I, I felt pressure going first for my team because I was first in the order. And, you know, you always want to go out and do your best and, you know, show everybody that you earned your spot there and, you know, um, just, yeah, rep have the best representation first out. And I really felt as though we did that. So that was emotional for me. And have I had so much support there. I mean, so many of my friends were there. Our, our team camaraderie was just incredible. We all got along so well. We had a blast together. And like that was even emotional, just being supporting one another and seeing how well we got along. It was it was really amazing. Yeah, it was emotional, definitely. I was just about to ask, you know, could you elaborate more on what the dynamic was like between you and your teammates? Could you tell us more about who was on the team and what everybody brought to the team? I was on the team with Tina Irwin, um, Naima La Liberté, and Jill Irving. And um, so Jill and Naima are in my barn in Florida. So well, it's not my barn, it's Ashley Holzer's barn. And we all train with Ashley. So we already had a relationship going in, which was pretty amazing. Um, and Tina, we all knew, you know, from the horse shows, but 
Tina just fit right in and like with the four of us, it was a blast. Like we did an Instagram takeover for Equestrian Canada and we had way too much fun with that. Like we just did really fun things and making jokes and um, it was, it was incredible. Switching gears uh, from from the people to the horses, um, tell me about the mare that you competed at the Pan Ams. I've heard that her strongest quality is really her her great work ethic, and she seems pretty unfazed by big atmospheres. Flora Tina, she's one of the most amazing horses I've ever ridden because she goes into a big atmosphere and she gets better and better, and she loves to show. She loves to compete. Um, I go in there and I feel like she wakes up and she's, if honestly, if any mistake that she makes is on me because she doesn't want to make a mistake. You know, in my I1, I made a counting error in my twos and that was all me, you know, like, and to go in for my first major games on a horse that has so much confidence, I think was so helpful for me, um, just for my nerves, knowing that I could trust her in the ring. Um, and she's just the sweetest, like in the barn, she's so cuddly and she loves attention and she just, she wanted to be like the queen, you know? And since the games, we brought her back home to her owner's Chloe's barn in uh, Bedford, New York. And she definitely thinks she's all that now like we have to still keep her spoiled because she's like ah what am I doing now like why am I not doing something you know so yeah she's an amazing horse sounds like in some ways she really kind of defies the the mare stereotypes she does for sure I wouldn't say she's marish at all she's in a good way you know she's confident girl (laughs) that's her best trait I would say yeah she's a boss lady We'll be back with more from Lindsay Kellogg in a minute, but first, a quick message from our sponsor. There is a fine line between good and great. Lactinase and Recovery from Vitaflex Pro are performance supplements for horses developed to maximize aerobic energy and support optimal muscle function before and after a workout. B vitamins and lipoic acid help the horse gain sufficient energy during a hard workout. After your workout, Vitaflex Pro Recovery provides key nutrients to aid in muscle tissue repair. Start strong and finish strong with lactinase and recovery from Vitaflex. Going back to the Pan Am's experience as a whole, how, and you're, you're obviously an experienced competitor. Um, and you've obviously had a really great start to your weekend here at Devon. How would you say that competing at the Pan Ams is different from your previous competition experiences? Of course, when we're competing just on a regular basis, we're competing as individuals. Um, so for me, I think that I have competed in two Nations Cup before, but have a, having the added pressure of representing Canada and also, you know, not wanting to let your team down. That was definitely a different dynamic that you have to get used to, but I was lucky enough to have such an incredible team behind me and we all got along so well. So we, we didn't feel as much pressure, I would say. Um, but it is, it is different. It's definitely something that you have to practice at. I think like riding for a team and dealing with those different nerves. And of course we had to come in top two at 
the Pan Am Games in order for us to get uh, an Olympic berth for the Canadian dressage team. And we did that. But that that was definitely added pressure in the back of our minds, like that we had to perform and come top two and um, anything can happen with horses, right? So we were lucky that everybody was healthy and good and fit and ready to go. So what's it like coming coming home and, and bringing that medal and that Olympic birth back back to Canada? Actually, funny story. I went to Machu Picchu after the games with my family, um, which was incredible. And we came, we ended up coming back a little bit early because um, my mom had to catch a flight home. Anyways, so I decided that I was going to try and get on an earlier flight. And I had like a two-hour window. We had just gotten back from Machu Picchu. We were in the airport, and my flight wasn't until the next day. And Jackie was also with us. And I had the medal in my backpack. And Jackie was like, you need to go up to the JetBlue counter and ask them if you can get on the flight. Tell them you're a gold medalist. Like, beg them to get on the flight. So... Jackie being, you know, the character that she is, she went up to the JetBlue desk and was like, this girl's a gold medalist. Can you let her fly home a day early? She's not supposed to be flying home until uh, tomorrow. And they they were amazing. They, like, put me right on the flight. No problem. So that was cool. And then I was, I was quite late, so it, the time was short, and I was in the customs line or the passport line, and someone had seen that I was wearing a Pan Am sweater, and they said, oh, like, how did you do? And, you know, I said, oh, our team, we won the gold medal. And then she, this this group, like, yelled to the whole customs line, this girl's a gold medalist. And they were like, show us your medal. And then they let me jump to the front of the line. So that was a pretty cool experience. And especially not being at home even, you know, I'm in Peru and the people were just amazing. Like the Peruvian people were so supportive. Everyone was nice. Like that was a really cool part, definitely. Um, and then getting home. Yeah. Just having all of the support from everybody is incredible feeling that love, like from winning the gold. Um, and definitely there is a come down to that, I would say. Um, but I am so lucky to have a few good horses that I'm competing and looking forward to the next thing. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't say that I felt maybe a come down that other athletes maybe would feel after major games. I'm just like, I'm hungry now <laughs> to go to the next. <laughs> so you've touched on the, the personal best um, that you hit at the Pan Ams. When you, I don't know, when you think like, 20 years from now, when you're reflecting on your Pan Am's experience, is there a moment or a memory that's that you think will stick with you forever? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, yeah, I think the moment standing on the podium, getting the golds, that's going to stick with me forever. Um, hugging my teammates. I mean, we were all in tears. I was super emotional. Um, looking up to the stand seeing my literally my whole family came so that was amazing um that for sure is one of the best memories there's a lot of memories even the lead up you know at training camp with our teammates we had so much fun um just get traveling together you know flying to Peru that excitement in the plane and you know we all got matching shoes and matching shirts to travel with and we just 
we just had such a great time. There's so many memories. Um, but definitely the feeling that sticks out to me the most is what I touched on earlier, um, the feeling of walking into that stadium on the mare and just feeling her light up. And I just thought, okay, this is going to be good. You know, like that was one of my best memories for sure. You've mentioned that Ashley Holzer has played a really big role in your life. Um, she's been a huge mentor for you. Can you share more about how your relationship with her has evolved over time, especially, I know you worked for her for, I think seven, seven years. Um, and, and now you have your own training business. Um, can you tell me more about that? Ashley has been a huge part of my career. I would not be anywhere close to where I am today without her. Um, getting the experience, also managing her barn for seven years, watching how she runs her business, how she trains her horses, how she deals with her students and clients. Um, it's just a, I soaked so much of that in and learned so much from that. Um, she's, she's amazing in every way. You know, she's a hundred percent devoted to what she does. Um, she works so hard. One of the hardest workers I know. Um, she's in the barn all day, teaching all day, all hours. And she also had a family, you know, to manage as well. So um, I would say our relationship, I don't know if it's changed as much as now that I, I, I don't work for her, but we we still are in the same barn in, in Florida all, all season in Wellington. And she still coaches me as much as possible and I still help her out when I can you know we're like a family she's she's like my mother you know so she's been there for me through all of this and you know she's the one that pushed me to do this professionally and helped me to you know build my business and um, get my students and help me learn to train and she's just been a mentor through all of it and still is like, I don't think that's ever going to change. <laughs> Let's talk about what's next for you. Um, you obviously have, have some high performance horses that are keeping you quite busy. And, um, we know that Canada is set to head to, we'll be heading to Tokyo. Um, talk about what your, what your upcoming plans are. Of course, my upcoming goal would be to go to Tokyo, <laughs> but you know how that goes a long way away. Um, after last night's performance with Sebastian, that is definitely becoming more of a reality now. Um, but we're just going to keep working at that goal and, you know, d day to day, you never know what happens with these horses and these animals. Um, but I'm just going to keep training hard and working with Ashley as much as I can with him. And I have incredible support of Sebastian's owner, Melissa Schiff and Enterprise Farm, um, so we have everything in front of us to get there, but of course we have to perform and do our best. <laughs> and there's a lot of good Canadian combinations coming up. Um, so I think it is, it's exciting time for Canada because we have a lot more combinations that are getting over 70% than we've ever had before. So it, it's exciting and I'm happy to be on that team or to see my friends also get on that team because I mean, Jackie and uh, Brittany are some of my closest friends, so they're also trying. <laughs> It'd be a dream if we were on the team together. 
we're um, for those of you listening, we are recording right now at Dressage at Devon, and we've been hearing the Canadian national anthem playing quite a bit so far. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Lindsay. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you, and um, we wish you a lot of luck with everything that you have ahead of you. Thank you so much for having me. If you'd like to hear more from top riders like Lindsay Kellogg, stay tuned throughout our coverage presented by Vitaflex leading up to and during the FEI Dressage World Cup final. And here's a super cool opportunity that you won't want to miss. You can win a trip for two to the 2020 FEI World Cup Dressage final in Las Vegas. Event tickets, airfare, and hotel accommodations included. Plus, VIP all-access pass at the show with USDF National Dressage Youth Coach George Williams and USDF Silver and Gold Medalist Roberta Williams. Visit dressagetoday.com slash World Cup Travel Sweeps. Sponsored by Vitaflex. Thanks for listening to the Dressage Today podcast. You can learn more from Dressage Today and read in-depth training articles at dressagetoday.com. Or you can visit our new on-demand video site, dressagetodayonline.com. And for daily dressage training tips and advice, give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Happy riding! The Dressage Today podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of Active Interest Media and the Equine Network.